Hello and welcome to this week this week's podcast of Real Rewinds. I am joined as usual by George. Uh, and I'm joined as usual by Alex. Hello, I have an actual mic now and hopefully yeah. it sound less like I'm yeah. phoning in from somewhere. Alex has crawled out of the bin he recorded yeah. the last episode in. I mean, occasionally yeah. it does still sound like a bin, but... Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I spent actual some pounds on this microphone. Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, say as well about, about the Oscars, obviously, because um, the Oscars a week ago, we were all completely wrong in our guesses. We were so wrong. Yeah. Well, we got some right. Yeah, we, we got a few right, but the best picture, I did not see that coming. I mean, I still haven't seen the film yet, but no, I'm surprised. Yeah. Obviously, the first the first ever like a foreign language film to win the Oscar. Yeah. That's actually quite mental, really, when you think about it. Yeah. I really need to see this film now. Uh, I'm seeing it tonight, actually. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. as may guess, like most cinemas now, because it won Best Picture, going, oh crap, we need to get in cinemas now. Yeah, quick, put it in. It's always been in here. We've always been trending. Yeah, in my cinema, there was like a one-off event of like, ah, oh, the film, and then a Q, a live like recorded Q and A or whatever. Oh really? And that was it. And then now they're like, oh yeah, it's on every day. So. Yeah, I mean, I kind of guess that because it's one of those films where usually you don't get like foreign language films unless it's in like an art house cinema. Yeah. But now she's everywhere. Like it's now in my normal cinema here, so I'm definitely well, I'm watching it tonight. I'll let you guys know what you think of the next one. Nice. But yeah, and then obviously as usual, as we probably guessed, whacking things was obviously going to win the best actor Oscar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I think we all yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think it deserves? No. <laughs> well, no, I, I I do. I don't really like Joker as a film really at all, but I do think that was a good performance. I just more still champion have a soft spot for Taron Egerton as Elton John. I think he should have yeah. at least got nominated. Yeah. I think that film did get kind of because it won the best uh, original song, didn't it? Yeah, for, yeah. Which was kind of a bad song, but I think it was a bad <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't pretty great, but I know you mean as well. Like he was how much every year though? A film that comes out at the beginning of the of the year always yeah. gets often gets overshunned and like just forgotten about. But- it's yeah, more just like it came out almost a year ago. Yeah. I didn't even realise it was necessarily this year. I it's was kind more of just the year. frustration for me of like Bohemian Rhapsody is a god awful film. I hate that film and it's absolute trash. And I don't know if Remy Malek did that good a job. I think he was okay as a impersonator of Freddie Mercury. I don't think he was very good. But he won. And then Taron Edition does a way better performance and doesn't even get nominated. Yeah, you feel like I could like, you just frustrating of like why did that garbage film with that bad portrayal win but this really good one doesn't it's, it's just that sort of frustrating thing but george gets more angry at bohemian rhapsody every time it comes up it's because it's terrible it's garbage and i hate it yeah i i, I completely agree i mean like me and alex, me and alex obviously enjoy the film because it's queen but we both we both admit it should not have been anywhere near the oscars well i mean i enjoy I queen know. i really like queen that's why I don't like Bohemian Rhapsody, because it's nothing like Queen. Like, all of the songs are in the wrong order, all of the events are in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah, a mean, bunch of yeah. stuff is just fictional that didn't happen. Yeah. Like, be... it's, it's just frustratingly crap. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> we can tell. I still quite like it, but I'm scared to say that, because George will hit me. George will hit you. you. <laughs> well, he can't hit you from there. Um, yeah, I true. wouldn't hit you anyway. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then, of course, uh, when Azar Wigan got got best actress for Judy, which um, I've not seen that film, but I've heard complete wave wave reviews about about that. I have. Yeah. I think I said last time that I have, and I left not being like super enamoured with it, but people did, and I really liked her performance. So, yeah, and I think yeah. that was deserved. And then for acting support, well, we also have Brad Pitt, which I think well-deserved. I thought, to be fair, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would probably be one of my favourite films he's been in, because I think he was really good in that film. Yeah, no, fair enough. I thought George feels differently. No, he was good in that. (laughs) No, I I think it was good. (laughs) Like, when I was watching it, I don't think I ever thought, like, Oscar-worthy, but look at the other nominations, I kind of, that was the one I enjoyed the most. So, totally fine with it. Yeah. And then exactly as well, uh, supports uh, actors in a supporting role. Uh, Laura Dern got it, which again, I think, again, that makes sense. But I sort of deep down would have liked if Scott Johansson got it for Jojo Rabbit, because I thought she was really good in that film. Yeah, she was amazing in that film. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Of... Laura Dern yeah. deserves it. She was good. It, yeah. but I, Talking it to Jojo Rabbit, nice. though, best adapted screenplay. It got something, guys. Yes. Something. Thank- I wanted to have something. 
Which is weird because it's not like the book at all. Like I haven't read the book, but I'm very certain that the book is not a comedy in any way and doesn't have Hitler. So it's uh, odd that it won best uh, adapted screenplay when it's not as similar to the to the source. Yeah. It's, it was still a really enjoyable film. It deserves to win something. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's just how it goes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, for um uh, for the uh, best uh, animate uh, obviously uh, uh, the best picture obviously went to pass like I mentioned before, and then the best animated feature uh, actually uh, went to Toy Story Four, which was, wasn't really surprising. Yeah, we predicted that because it always we, does. Always, it always goes to Pixar unless there's some other film out there that is just better that year. If not, well, I, I actually thought though that I Lost My Body could have won. Yeah, it's just generally if you look back at the best animated feature films, they where the best feature film kind of tends to be more like indie and low budget and big blockbusters don't get nominated. Best animated feature film is generally just handed to the biggest production like Shrek one and yeah. like. How to Train Your Dragon and Pixar and Disney always win. That mm-hmm. I think it's more just because the Academy tends to be older when they vote. Yes. I think there was a push to change that, but I think it's more just the biggest, like most mainstream yeah. animated film often just wins. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's usually how it goes down. It's got and nothing on Spider Man from last year. Spider Man was but- fantastic. Mm. I'm, I still love that film so much. But actually, probably like, one of my first first Spider-Man films ever. Since it's been nominated, pretty much every year has been one of the biggest films that year. Like Shrek won the first one, and yeah, it yeah. did. Yeah. So and Finding Nemo. Avengers wants to win an Oscar. It needs to do an animated Avengers, and then let them win. Avengers set a. Uh, it did. Historic, like yeah, it world did. record, as being the only film to be the highest grossing film of all time without winning a single Academy Award. Mm, yeah. Sad times. And I bet they're all crying behind their massive castle of money. Yeah, I think deep down as well, would I? I would have loved it. I know they wouldn't ever do it, but if Robert Downey Jr. got like an Oscar nomination for that last film of his, I would have really Maybe liked Maybe a nomination. That. I don't think he should have. Oh, won. no, yeah, nomination, not win. But I just thought it would be nice. Well, it is uh, kind of strange i think looking at like the oscars over the years of you look at like stuff like star wars was nominated and i think jurassic park oh no maybe that wasn't nominated for best feature but it's weird of like a while ago it was sort of like these big films could get nominated oh no jurassic park i think wasn't nominated the first one for best picture yeah I don't know. Was it nominated for Best Picture? Well, if, if you go back in the day as well, it's like Indiana Jones and the Red Lost, Lost Ark and A New Hope were also nominated for Best Picture years ago. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like these sort of big, I guess what we would call now, like summer High blockbuster budget. films. Yeah. Yeah. Got nominated and stuff. And some of them like even won. Whereas now it's sort of turned into this more, more prestigious award. But by doing so, it's kind of become like... Uh, like more exclusive, I guess. I don't know. No, I, 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 I... it's like Jaws was nominated, and you well, know, well, wasn't George actually oh, supposed to be the first ever like su- summer blockbuster? Like Spielberg invented it, didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he? Essentially, well, kind of. That's just what I hope. But, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, as in like you don't really invent the summer blockbuster, but it was like one of the first films to be released in the summer period that was like a big success, big and that yeah. kind of. Yeah, it was kind of like the one-two punch of Jaws and then Star Wars a couple yeah. years later. But like Rocky won Best Picture, i fairly certain. And stuff like that of like E.T. got nominated. And yeah. It's just odd that like I think Black Panther is the closest we've come in years of like a kind of more mainstream film being nominated. But well, arguably, just, I know arguably, but Team Rhapsody was obviously like a more mainstream film that got nominated as well. You could look at it that way. You know, yeah. it's terrible. Well, so, so is Joker in a way. Well, I think they became it, I think. Like, I think that they were des- films that were designed to be like, okay, we'll release this. We might not get like the biggest... Um, like rele- I don't think Bohemian Rhapsody, they expect it to be as big as it became. I think they were like, we'll just release another biopic, like something like Judy. But I think that they have them... They did then like just take up steam and run and develop from there. And like... And, you know... The Irishman, loads of people saw and stuff, but I wouldn't necessarily call that a blockbuster. 
No, no, not but at all. Just sort of interesting to see how there's they've kind of tried to move away from that to a degree. But yeah, but then you also do have stuff like um, Inception and stuff because that's Christopher Nolan that gets nominated, and so it's yeah. just it's kind of interesting to look at how they have developed and how they've sort of changed and stuff. Yeah, it does change over the years, not um. Yeah, I think like I said, like this year was. I think I thought before this it got so predictable what was going to win. I like it. This year was generally surprising with some of the awards. Like I said, like obviously with Parasite, I just can't get my head around that. I just also, yeah. it's like um. I mean, not... Sorry, go on. I was going to say this time last week we were all there like, well, we know it's going to be one of these three, and then it wasn't. Well, because so. um, what, uh, what was that? What actually was our guess for what what we like? Because we did a thing we were like, what we want to win, and we're always basically say Joker. Uh, it was between the joke that we thought was going to win was between Joker, Irishman, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Yes. And obviously we're completely off. And obviously we all wanted Joe the Rabbit to win, basically. Or yes. I, I, I it little was the bit best wanted. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Was... I will fight anyone who tells me otherwise. You haven't seen Parasite, so... Yeah, that's true. Sure. I haven't yeah, seen Parasite. I'm so. seeing it tonight. I might come back in next one and say, guys, I completely agree. <laughs> like this, but that was the best film of the year. But no, I'll fight later. But also, for directing as well, uh, okay, again, I'm probably going to butcher this name, uh, Bong Joon-ho. Yep. Uh, one for best director for Parasite, and again, yeah. I need to see the film to sort of know it because um, the other directors which got nominated were Martin Scorsese, Todd Phillips, Sam Mendes, and Quentin Tarantino. I've seen all four of those films. I think out of those films I saw, I probably would have given it to either obviously Sam Mendes for obviously co- d- d- doing that, doing Night Seventeen, or Tarantino for mm. the Hollywoods. Mm. But again, I need to see Parasite to see what it, what it's like. But ever since he like that one, I keep seeing interviews and videos about Bong Joon Ho, and he's just he's such a nice guy. I like seeing him like doing his stuff. Just really yeah, like he him. he is a great director. I've seen stuff that he's done in the past, and he is genuinely really good. That's why I'm excited to see Parasite. Yeah. Um, when are you seeing it, George? Do you think? Probably next week sometime. Uh, Alex, are you gonna see it, or can you not be bothered with subtitles? <laughs> no, I will if it. <laughs> Uh, if it's in the cinema near me and I have time, then yeah, I'll definitely go see it. I'm gonna try. If not, I will definitely watch it when it comes out on like, DVD. Oh yeah, um, I, th- I think it's out on DVD fairly soon here actually. I, believe, cause I looked at a pre-order and I think it's June first. Yeah, it's out fairly it's soon. Because like, yeah, um, I can hear someone typing. Who's checking? Yeah, it's me. I'm I am checking the cinema. <laughs> oh, it is on. It is on. Near me. Uh, George, that's as rude, isn't it? He's just checking it. He's checking his internet while he's checking his yeah. while he's talking podcast with us. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's because you guys aren't very interesting. Fair. That's, <laughs> thank, I, you, thank you. Well, I'm bitter. Also, uh, Parasite won for Best Picture and Best International. Wait, it won both. Yeah. I mean, yep, it did. Yeah. Well, I can. I was kind of giving one it. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. but like, not does like it not kind of defeat the point. That's what I was thinking of, like. I think last year was it that Roma won best international film, but got not nominated. best picture. It got nominated. So that's best why. Picture. Yeah. That's why I didn't think Parasite would win because I thought, oh, that's going to pick up best international, then they'll give best picture to something else, which is why it was such a shock. But yeah, it's just I, I find it a bit because obviously I keep reading like so, um I've like, I've read articles about like hey, George, did you mention it last last week when we say about like how like I, I wouldn't argue where this. This reviewer said that the Oscars should be kept American. I was, thought it was really fascinating to read, but also like, well, no, it should be just films as a whole, I think. Like, any film from around the world should be nominated for an award. Yeah, but the, the argument then becomes is they set up a category specifically for that. But then, it, in, in this it, case, should that category now exist anymore? Should it be all films in the world get, should get nominated? Well, like, could one year, could it be all foreign films nominated and no American film was as good as the other films? Well, you then also have... Um, before this year, I think it was called Best Foreign Language Film, but now it's Best International Feature Film. So it does something like 1917, which is a ah. majority British production, I believe. Does that then count as Best International or, Film? Or yeah, like Vice, or like oh, yeah, yeah, fair point. Or like now, um... now that they've changed the because it used again, it used to be Best Foreign Language, but now it's changed. Does that then open up the floodgates yeah. for? See, that's what confused yeah. me, because I remember a while back, uh, No Country for Old Men was nominated, which I'm pretty sure is technically a foreign film, but in, in the English language. And that's why I thought, cause didn't that win Best Picture one year, unless I'm, I'm mistaken? What, No Country for Old Men? Yes. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Because I'm pretty sure that was technically a foreign-made a foreign film, wasn't it? 
Unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, but it, it, before this year, it was best foreign language film. Yes. Oh, yeah, they've changed it, like I said, they've changed it this year to be international. Which can be so. anything. So, like, I think you're right, though. If it was made, if it was made in Australia or, like, yeah, in England, yeah, that it, should count as international. There then becomes an argument of what is then seen as, like, a British or an American or... Yeah, one day best yeah. picture award. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought... Yeah, it was yeah, it's got um, uh, 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 Javier Bardem, isn't it, in the lead role of that yeah. film? Yeah. Yeah. But then it becomes a thing of, um, you know, where do you... Then it opens a whole can of worms of how do you define a um, a film as belonging to a certain country? Because if you have, like, a British director, but it's funded by Americans and it's shot in France, where does that fall? It, it's, it opens a whole can of worms. It's yeah, just interesting it's... to see if that does develop as a way of, like, Oh, we want to keep the Oscars American, so we'll push like well, yeah, films deemed to be British into international features. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like how uh, most films, de- well, a lot of films these days, American films, are filmed in England, so I believe it's cheaper <laughs> to do a lot of time. Well, yeah, yeah, you often. get certain amounts of like tax breaks and um, things like that. Like, like you can get benefits from filming in different places. Yeah, so, but yeah. it is then like No Country for Old Men is is directed by two British. Uh, American directors, and I think it's largely funded by America, and has um, mainly American stars. That I, I guess that just counts as American. Mm. Okay, and it's yeah, mm. and then uh, uh, for the other awards, which um, again, like um, the uh, original screenplay was was uh, won again by Parasite. Again, haven't seen that, so we can't properly judge that one. The mm-hmm. screenplay was with Judge Rabbit, which again we all love, so we know about that. Visual mm-hmm. effects, um, I that got given to 1917, which when you watch, you don't even think about visual effects much, and you realise, oh right, that whole plane scene was obviously visual effects. And you like, oh yeah, so it was done very well that film. Well, yeah, uh, it kind of visual effects, I think, is taken for granted. As I think we may have talked about it this week, mm. um, so I don't yeah, want to repeat it. But it's that thing of like. There are things that have obviously really big, flashy visual effects, like Avengers Endgame and The Lion King. I think was nominated yeah, as well. Yeah, and the and the Irishman obviously for the aging and uh, Wild Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, but then you have also things of like a lot of stuff on sets is visual effects now that kind of becomes a if you don't notice it, that's quite good. So yeah, well, it's yeah. there's some films where visual effects like uh, I like ones where they're more subtle. Where okay, uh, example I can think of top of my head would be. Mad Max Fury Road, except for obviously the big storm scene, which is obviously visual effects. Most of the environment was filmed on like you know um, uh, on location, like these, these desert areas. But they did a lot of touching up to the areas, which you wouldn't really notice unless you watched the behind-the-scenes visual effects wheel. That's what I mean. There's, okay. there's tons of. I think it'd be the same with uh, 1917, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I actually watched the Oscars, not live. But uh, do you guys watch it, or do you watch the highlights? No, I have a life. Oh, okay. I googled oh. it, so yeah. No, I, I sorry, I'm just a bit hurt from that, George. Um. So. And George, let's not lie. We all know you don't have a life. I do have a life. I just no, not don't, a very good one. No, you don't. <laughs> You're doing it with. <laughs> well, Alex is sort of true. He sat here recording a podcast with me and you. Uh, it's not right, is it? How low can you fall? How low? Hang out with losers. Yeah. <laughs> Losers half your age. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where we just, just burst out crying. Yeah, despair about our lives and stuff, oh and insult each other. Yeah. I, yeah. I watch, so let's move on. I watch films of escapers and just escape my my terrible life in the real world. Anyway, next. <laughs> <Yeah. day. laughs> right, and then for sound editing and sound mixing, 1917 won for sound mixing, and 434 won for sound editing. Now yeah, that's this amazing. thing where again I am I I have not done sound this sort of stuff before, so I can't really judge what the a full difference is in te- like in te- technicality. It uh, I can all I can say is four V Ferrari sounded good. Like, <laughs> it did sound good. Yeah. Nineteen seventeen also well, sounded good. I don't know good. if it necessarily sounded better than everything else. I wasn't enormously paying attention, but it did sound good. Hmm. Lots of car brim noises. Yeah, basically, that probably was is what it was for. <laughs> car yeah. brimming. There is, to be fair, like, I like my cars, but I couldn't exactly tell you, but there is, like, certain cars, especially from, like, older cars with different engines, engines, like, all had very unique yeah. sounds. 
Yeah. So I am definitely not qualified enough to tell you if that film did nail each individual car sound, but it probably did. Well, it's especially the things that with car sounds, because I remember, like, I, I've, I've never been big on cars. I, I'm the, what, what, the worst person to ask about cars and that. But I remember, like, because my dad's been watching F1, I remember he said one year when the car sounds changed and was like, what? And there was, I was like, that, that, wait, yeah. that, that, that's a thing? That the sounds change? Yeah. Have you never have you never seen any like videos of a car because they don't make any sounds and it's really weird. I find it really weird. Just it just moves and you just hear like tire noise. Yeah, this is nothing to do with films anymore. I'm just talking about cars now. Yeah. No, you're allowed to. It's podcast. Yay. <laughs> uh, Obviously, from George Science, I can tell you he doesn't care about, uh, one bit about cars. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I think that Forza Ferrari should have won sounds uh, editing. Actually, there's yeah. nothing. For v Ferrari, actually, I would have wouldn't mind if that also got Best Picture because I really like that film. Yeah, I thought it was great. I, I really like that film. I don't know if it's necessarily Oscar Best Picture worthy, to be honest. But I did really like the film. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think the last some of the last awards obviously we won't discuss much yet was the uh, uh, obviously music original song. We know that obviously the Rocket Man song uh, "I'm Gonna I'm Gonna uh, Love Me Again" won what, the award for that. Then the mm-hmm. original yep. score went to Joker, and not gonna lie, nothing in that film's song was memorable. To, score was memorable to me. However, Marriage Story was. I, I to be fair, I don't often think about music scores in films unless it is like, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody or Rocket Man or someone, um, or like Baby Driver. So I can't remember a single song or like score that was in Joker. In all honesty. But not that I really can for any other. Hey George, um, uh, have you got any, any been, opinion score or not much? It would have been nice for Randy Newman to win. That's exactly what I was thinking. I would have loved it if Randy Newman, Newman got the award for that. Yeah, I don't think he's got a original score win. Has he not? No, I fairly certain he's been nominated like twenty or something times. I know he's been nominated for original song as well because I'm pretty sure like, yeah, you know, like Toy Story songs. Oh, he got it for Toy Story 3, right? Um, maybe. He's won, I don't know, he's won a couple, I think, yeah. for best song, but I don't think he's ever won for um, score. Hmm, interesting. Uh, okay, um, unless you've got any, any, any uh, last thoughts on the, on the uh, Academy Awards, do you guys want to move on to the news? Let's do it. Yeah? Yep. Cool, yep. okay. I'm guessing that, I'm assuming you guys have seen uh, Robert Pattinson's new Batsuit. Yes. Yes. Well, I've seen what they've released of it. Yeah. I I quite like the look of it, and a lot of people are saying that it's like very similar to the Arkham Knight video game style of Batman suit. It, mm-hmm. No, is it, you... uh, I think like, it draws it's... inspiration from that, but yeah, like it's not dissimilar from it necessarily, but I wouldn't say it's particularly similar. Also, during the Arkham franchise, he gets through a lot of suits. So, which one are we talking about? Yeah, but I mean, in general, like, um, because one of the things I know it's a little thing. Usually, like, it's how he has like it goes over his nose, but the bottom of his nose isn't on like is it's on show in this costume. Whereas most time, yeah. a Batman suit he covers the nose. Doesn't have the like chin strap, which I think every film version has. Yes. The least that I can think of, aside from Adam West. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I okay, but overall, like, what do you, are you guys on board for uh, Robert Pattinson playing Batman? Because a lot of people obviously are a bit mixed on it, aren't they? I haven't really seen Robert Pattinson in anything. I like, I know him from um, Twilight, Twilight, <laughs> but I never watched Twilight. I like, it was one of those things when he was announced. I wasn't like thrilled, but equally, I didn't hate it. Um, and like, the more, the more. I- no, I'm quite looking forward to this this film. I think this will be quite good. I did like the bat suit. Like, I thought the symbol was pretty cool. And when people were like, "Oh, the symbol's made out of a gun that shot his parents," I'm like, "I would be on board for that. That's pretty cool." I really wanted to see what his ears look like. That's the thing that I always find makes a bat suit. His, his ears look like. Ears. It, but like, because some what? of them have like really long ears, and I find that really weird. Oh, okay. Have, like, I didn't know if you meant. Ears. I think want ear holes. His human ears. Yeah. His no, no, bat ears. I thought ear holes, and I was thinking. God, guys, very clearly I meant bat ears. I thought you meant this, how his human ears look inside the cow. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's all I wanted to know is how Robert Pattinson... Do they, like, stick out a lot? But yeah, because, no, the image of his cow just cuts off by his forehead, and I'm like, has he got long ears, little ears? Bat ears, again, not human ears. Does he have bat nipples? Oh, God, I hope not. 
I hope so. You hope so. Oh, that's yeah, a good, different opinion, isn't it? But yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm looking forward to, to this film. I think it could be very different, or or it could just go terribly wrong. I think he could probably be much better than Ben Affleck, but we'll have to wait to see. Yeah, cautiously optimistic about it, because everything I hear about the kind of style they're going for the film, where they're like, oh, it's going to be more detective-y uh, and more like comic accurate, I'm like, this sounds great. However, I do remember them saying, Batman, they Superman, Batman, and he wasn't anything like that. So, the theory is sounding great. Well, I mean, it is to a degree. Um, they uh, also kind of seem to be suggesting that it's based on the long Halloween, which is yes. um, a really good Batman story. Mm, very good. Yeah. No, um, well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to it. And um, they've not cast. Wait, is Henry Cavill still Superman? I have no uh, idea. I think that's still like up in the air. Oh God, just decide, man. But like, um... is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Henry Cavill's decision whether he's going to come back as Superman. We'll never know. Well, no, we hopefully we will, but yeah. Um, it's just, it's just really annoying. Like, why they can't? Well, this whole DC, um, the DCU, or whatever they call it now, is just I'm really confused what's happening. I know they're continuing to obviously to make Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and probably keep doing another Shazam. But like the other films, like are these still canon? Are you changing everything? Like, what's happening? Uh, well, DC. Oh, I'll get more into this when we when we get to covering Birds of Prey. But like, DCU is just oh, we've kind of lost our two biggest, most famous, you know, heavy hitters. Let's concentrate on our like C-list characters, and I don't get it. Like I don't get what they're kind of aiming for. They're just kind of throwing things out and seeing what sticks. I mean, I get what they're aiming for. What are you aiming for? Well, as in they did Man of Steel, and that was met kind of air. They did Batman v Superman, and people were like, well, the best part of that was Wonder Woman. They gave her her own thing, and then they did Justice League and brought them all together, and people were like, well, oh, it's kind of crap. But Aquaman was kind of fun, so then they did Aquaman, and then like they did Suicide Squad because Guardians of the Galaxy is popular. And people are like, well, the best part of that was Margot Robbie. So they were yeah, like, they cool, the best we'll, parts. Give her, we'll give Margot Robbie it. Yeah, like, that... It's what they're doing. They just seem to be jumping from like, audience. Yeah. This comes out, this... it's not really great, but people like this aspect. So, okay, well, we'll shift our focus to this. Yeah. Like, which That's what makes... I mean. If they follow so... this rate, they're going to end up doing a Huntress film, and then we're going to be miles away from their like, main lineup. Not like yeah, a but... Huntress film. That's fine. But then it's that thing of like, okay, well, now we'll course correct and we'll go back and do the Batman and like mm. so is, they are the... you know doing yeah. another Batman film yeah it's not DCEU though uh it is um, it, is it DCEU I don't think there I don't think there is a DCEU it's now just DC films in general well I think didn't they call it like worlds of DC oh or yeah well I think yeah. we, we just call it DCEU because it's just easy to say well, isn't it okay yeah, so no but I think technically that by, by DCEU I mean the kind of main continuity the Justice League was in and Ben Affleck yes Yes, but I think they're now doing like okay, we're just doing separate stories. Well, yeah, it's, it's weird because that's basically what the TV shows did. Obviously, I don't keep up with all that Arrow and Flash and that, but they've now because that cross that Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover they did. I don't know if you guys have heard about that or watched it. Yes, I watched it. Yeah, um, so really, really good, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah, it was legitimately really but, good. But in that though, obviously, there's all these. There's loads of. See, I think DC is dominating TV compared to Marvel. Because DC's got all this yeah. stuff, but you watch yeah. it all. And obviously, the Flash and Arrow are, are in the same universe. Supergirl's in a different multiverse. Then DC Titans got Black Lightning. You got Batgirl. You got Pennyworth, and all these film, all these series, sorry. And then Crisis Infinite Earth put them all together in this weird crossover, which is all different studios and different people making it. Then they put Pennyworth's the... not in it at all. Gallon. I'm just, I'm just than... no, but I'm saying they probably will connect them. Or... I doubt it. But, all right, <laughs> but yeah. Um... <laughs> well, no, they they connected their like main superhero. Anyway, but was, like was black, really black lightning and all that though and um yeah and then they even yeah. put um uh the flash from the dceu films in it as well and you're like wait yes, what that was cool and and then they put smallville in it i was like well, okay this is getting ridiculous now but it's clever it's multiverse yeah, yeah. then they had um uh, the guy who played um superman in superman returns you're like okay Ralph, yeah yeah Ralph. and yeah it's like it's mental yeah there was a lot of people and there was a lot of two older films so like uh, Robin from 66 was in it, which was possibly my favourite scene in the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Early Crimson Sky of Death! <laughs> you know, it, w- it was quite brilliant, but um, yeah, it just shows like, that they're probably the same for the, for the, for the films now, just going to keep making stories in DC. Yeah. And then if but, it, like, as in, are they ever going to attempt to do another Justice League film? And if so, not for a while, I don't Batman think. Batman be in it? Yeah. 
I think it'd be a long time to say try and do it again. Yeah. Do you know what I want from DC? Go on. I want another Shazam film. I love Shazam. Amazing. Well, it's coming in 2020. Is it? Yeah, you got Black Adam like next year. Uh, Green Lantern Corps. Shazam two. I don't know when that is. I just know that Black Adam is next year, then Shazam two is after that. Is ah, cool, cool. is Dwayne Johnson be Black Adam? Is that the yeah. rumor? Yeah. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Actually, I like Shazam was probably one of my favourites. It was it was yeah. pleasant. It was a happy happy surprise. Shazam is my favourite by a lot of the DC films. It's like Shazam, and then Wonder Woman, and then like a massive gap in quality. Yeah. Hmm. See, I do hate people that say, "Oh yeah, Aquaman is so good." It was like, well, it was fun, it but it was wasn't. pretty meh. <laughs> it was <laughs> very boring. I, yeah, I hated. Yeah. The one scene which got me every time was when they were in. I'm not sure where they are, but in, like I think like um, they walk on this little this little like market bit, and he gives a flower, and I was I'm just going, <laughs> so yeah. cringe. I I went to see Aquaman because I, I I asked to see it with you guys, and you guys were like already seen it. But I don't really want to go again, and I was like, well, I should go and see it. So I went I didn't in. see it with you. No, that's no, what, no, that's what no, he means. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh. I said is I I was like, oh, I'll see it with you guys, and you already seen. It. I don't really want to go again. Yeah, exactly. So I went with. One of my one of my mates from uni who was like really into DC films, and because generally I'd heard that Aquaman was supposed to be quite good, I was like, "Oh, it should be alright. Hopefully, I'll enjoy it." And then we have to arguing, and like, I went and saw it, and like, I thought it was really boring. It felt like for five hours, and then we came out. Uh, this guy was like, "Oh yeah, so you liked it, yeah?" And I ended up lying because I felt bad like crapping on every DC film that came out that he really liked. So I was like. Yeah. So, um, Matty, if you're listening to this, I'm very sorry. So this yeah. is this just shows the big difference between between you and George is that George wouldn't care if you had things about a film we liked. <laughs> True. George just full on say to us that was awful. But the amount of times we had Marvel versus DC like arguments, I'm like, I can't, I don't want to do it again. No. But Aquaman, I went to go see it with a couple of our friends, and yeah, me. It's... <laughs> I didn't see it with you. Did we? No, you saw it before us, and then I went with other people. Who did I see it with? Did I see it with Josh? I don't know. No, I saw it with Josh. What? But, I saw it with Josh and Charlie, but that's not the point. Um, it's the most I've ever been aware in the cinema of people being bored. Like, we were like, it felt so long, we were moving about, there was like a group next to us who just started talking, some dude got on his phone and no Vicky. one cared. Sorry. Like, it, okay, cool. Uh, but it's like, it was the most I've been aware of people just checking out the film like, yeah, I get, I, people were having a whole co- like six people next to us were having a whole conversation and we were just talking as well like out loud and no one gave a shit because no one was invested in that film i had that with a bit of a spoilers for next week i guess but i had that very same experience with birds of prey is i've never been in a theater where so many people clearly don't care yeah i had the same thing to be fair this is just like, you, you, you build a boredom i didn't yeah, i had 10 people in my screen Really, I had the whole row in front of me were like on their phones. There was a group in like the far corner, literally having a conversation. And before the film ended, but when you know you can tell the film's wrapping up, like people were leaving. I was actually quite amazed. I've never actually seen that before because I didn't have that in Aquaman. I think I went to quite a quiet viewing of Aquaman. But yeah. It's quite rare when you see people walk out of cinema. I've been the only time I've ever I've seen it is when I remember this. Alex, remember when we saw The Shape of Water at a screen scene and our friends walked oh, out? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The people she, we saw it with. We, yeah. As soon as the, <laughs> she started screwing the fish, the people that me and Alex went with actually walked out the cinema. Yeah. Dude, was... I 100% almost just walked out of Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's like yeah. Ten minutes in, I was like, I'm. I'm so yep. done with this and i bet you're so glad that you decided to see it out at the end oh 100 <laughs> percent. my god hey, at least you get to like you know bitch about it now yeah it don't matter <laughs> but yeah and also um i say well um uh another um another news um obviously the new james bond film note on the diet is out in april and they just released billy eilish's um billy eilish's song for the film and what do you guys have you guys heard it Yes. What do you guys think of it? I thought it was fantastic. I really like it. I thought it was very mediocre. What? It's fine. I just, it just didn't really scream James Bond to me. What? That's confusing. I thought it was more James Bond than the the past couple songs. 
Well, I don't know about that, but I think it definitely fits in with like Skyfall and then Spectre and then this. I think all feel very, very similar. Yeah, they're very Bond. Yeah, Spectre one. Yeah, very like going Bond. back to classic Bond. I do. We like Spectre's one though. Well, I like I really like Sam Smith, but yeah, I like Spectre's song. Uh, fair. But I um, liked, yeah, I don't know. I really like the uh, who did Casino Royale. Like, I thought that was such a good. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Casino Royale one. It's not Bond at all. It is. Not, well, all right. if you go back to looking at like Diamonds Are Forever and Goldfinger, these like sort of, I guess like elegant, sorry. very like big orchestral, sorry, sorry, and that was minute. just a rock song. Wasn't that by David Arnold? What? No. The, 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 um, the, um, the uh, Casino Royale one? No, I don't think so. No. I'm fairly certain it was done by like Chris someone. Uh, Chris, Cornell now, um, Chris Cornell, yes. Cornell. As you can tell, clearly a big established name who everyone really remembered from that song. Oh, I don't remember who sung it particularly. I admit yeah. I just like the song. But I, I, I admit, to be fair, I liked. Um, I think the composer, sorry, uh, Skyfall, I really liked. But I do quite like Adele. Yeah, but like I think that's very similar to the Blue Eyes. Like I think that they did Casino Royale, which is just kind of like. Admittedly, I did listen to it the other day because I did then like just stick on a podcast of like Bond songs. Yeah, and it's it's not bad. Like the Quantum of Solace one is absolutely terrible, but I think they did like oh we'll just do like kind of generic y almost pop rock songs, and then with Skyfall and Spectre and now this they've been like oh well let's go back to classic Bond of like you know the sort of like operatic almost like Tom Jones doing Thunderball and Goldfinger mm. and stuff Reed like Waker. that. Like I think well yeah. I think they're like kind of harking back to like that sort of era, which I like more than just we'll just put a kind of rock song in there. Right. Eh. Either way, I I Billy Eilish just surprised me more and more. Yeah, I didn't really like her before, but she's growing me more and more now. I do quite like her now. Eh. Well, I think it's because my first my first experience with her songs was Bad Guy, which I think is awful. Yeah, I actually quite like her as a person, but I don't particularly. Oh yeah, she's funny. Music, yeah, which is a weird combination, really. Normally it'd be the other way round, where I'm. And also, oh, I like someone's music, but I think they're ridiculous. Uh, I know you guys didn't watch. <laughs> I know you guys didn't watch the Oscars, but she performed there and performed yesterday, which I thought was really good. But the best thing was a reaction. She, you know, when they do these awards, yeah, and often actors or like, you know, like the audience yeah, um, do do facial facial expressions at certain things. Yeah. yeah. There's a bit where Maya Rudolph and and it, oh, sorry, is it? Uh, Kristen, Kristen Wiig was singing and then her face was just the funniest thing ever she's like a really bad like you know <laughs> like this frowned yeah. it hit and then obviously got caught on camera and everyone was like moaning at her but I was going I mean if you if you watch this bit where they're singing I don't that's, that was my face watching it on telly it yeah. became such a meme but it is always like you get these people come out and they're just really like kind of not funny like they have to cringy. try and make a joke about a certain thing and it's kind of cringy and yeah, uh, I don't know. People obviously. Rebel people, Wilson yeah. and James Corden. Oh out just as God! Cats. Yeah, that was... that's what I mean. Of like, they're, they're like, oh, we need to make a splash and have like, we've got like, you know, a couple of minutes to try and make the funniest thing we can, and it doesn't mm. always work. And I think that was an example of they're I, really funny. I just and felt sure really people... bad for the people winning the Oscar from them, and like, oh, this is a great moment. I'm winning an Oscar. And it's James Corden dressed as a cat, pass me an award. Well, they do that. Like last year, it was um, Melissa McCarthy dressed up as like. Um, the the favorite or whatever, and it's like really weird. If they try and establish this as like a prestigious night, and then they get a bunch of like comedians to come in and make bad jokes and costumes and stuff, and it's like mm. yeah. So like, I remember one year which completely fell flat. No one laughed. It was I can't remember what year it was. It was Ben Stiller. No, you have Avatar or like the year after was when Ben Stiller dressed up as a um uh, an, like an avatar from James Cameron films, and he presented the award for um best visual effects, and I just thought that was not funny at all. I mean, there was that year that James Franco and Anne Hathaway hosted, and it was painfully oh, yeah. terrible. Oh, what? Oh, 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 and he looked higher. And he, wait, didn't they like? Didn't she change to a suit, and he changed to a dress? I can't remember. I just remember it being like an absolute like terrible, terrible shit show. Yeah, them hosting was like absolutely atrocious. Yeah, yeah. There's been some odd hosts over the years, but um, yeah, it's just how it is, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, what would the Oscars be without some cringy hosting? Exactly. Yeah, so that's how you got to look at it. Yeah, and then also um, uh, another another news I kept seeing popping as well, and I don't know if you guys have really been following this. Have you guys been looking more at the Uncharted movie, which is in development hell? 
Oh, I didn't know anything more had come of that. Isn't that the one with um, Tom Holland? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Tom Holland's been casting it, and um, obviously it's it's made by Sony, of course, his mm-hmm. own game. And um, yeah, it's, they've confirmed. Well, I mean, I didn't see why he had to confirm this because of how young he is. It's gonna be an Odin story from Nathan Drake. And have you guys played the Uncharted games? I played uh, the first two. Right, yeah. I'm a huge fan of. I played all of them. I love those games. Yeah, I, and... I really like them, but I got a PlayStation quite late. So I was playing the remastered on PS4 and like playing all four back to back seemed like a lot. So I've been playing while I'm doing other stuff, playing another. But yeah, the annoying thing is that this the, these game these games were trying to be adapted to a film since like I'm not joking, like look, I think it was 2008 or 2009 they even like mentioned it, like the possibility of being a film. And mm. and apparently this is how long ago it was. Nathan Fillion was actually like associated with you know um, being Nathan Drake. So obviously back then he was probably more young enough to do it. Yeah, well he played that. Did you see that fifteen minute fan? Yes, that yeah, was amazing. And he should play it again. I think. Yeah, I I'd be okay with that. They yeah, do an older version story of it. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, well, the problem is if you did that, you'd have to not follow the games. Follow the games, obviously, but the games have ended now you with his story. You don't have to. But the, yeah. Like the thing is, if you're just like, oh, we're gonna re- like, we're gonna retell like word for word the game or whatever. Like we're gonna retell the game. You already know what's gonna happen. I think it'd be more interesting if they're like, oh, the get the games are finished and this is a somewhat sequel to the games of a slightly uh, older Nathan Drake. I think the best way of doing it as well though is if they adapted and tried to Among Thieves, which is about Marco Polo and finding Shambhala. That would make a great film. I guess, but then you already know what happens. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like if you like. If you're adapting something, you can't adapt it one for one because then you already know what happens and people are just going to compare it so much to the game. You said though, but then like the Team Raider film basically adapted the game. Well, kind of, but it changed a bunch of stuff. Like it added a bunch of elements and that sort of thing. And also that Team Raider film wasn't particularly great. That I think if you just like, oh, we'll just take this exact storyline and we'll do the exact same things and we'll repeat it, just play the game. Like those games are pretty cinematic. Or just on YouTube, watch a like video playthrough of the games i think it's way more interesting to take it and be like oh either we're going to do an origin or a slightly older nathan drake i like the idea of that and be like this is a sort of new interpretation for people who maybe haven't played the game but works as a pseudo sort of standalone sequel maybe to the games okay no, i completely, yeah. completely get that but like I, yeah i think this thing this film will be like it, it can just have the same effects because it's and I'll probably get hate for seven or defend his characters. It's very, it's a very similar to Tomb Raider. It's a, it's a male Tomb Raider essentially, but it's different, different stories, different concepts. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And, very, and, very and, and even um, like so, the, the the new Tomb Raider reboot games, and of course the film as well. The, in the first and the new trilogy of games. Yeah. That story is is basically the exact same as Uncharted One, which was about you know um, uh, essentially going to. Well, in Uncharted 1, it was going to El Dorado, and then, like, the same thing happened again, where they find this old sarcophagus that like, infected people and turned them into weird zombie things. It was the same story. Yeah, but that is kind of... Like, that's kind of happens in The Mummy, to a degree. Yeah. Like, like they're all borrowing off each other. Like, they borrow off in Indian- They strongly borrow off in Jones, oh, yeah. which borrowed off of serials from, like, the 30s and 40s, which borrowed off of, like, books, like the Alan Quartermain books and stuff like that, that, like... It is just a cycle of repeating, and there is like a bunch yeah. of cliches. Like, Nothing original has been made in like twenty years. <laughs> Nothing original has ever been made. Is my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's has anyone want to throw out real quick? Because I haven't. But has anyone seen the Sonic? The what? Sorry. The Sonic movie. I have not yet. I'm I'm going to see it next week. Hopefully. I just kind of wanted to know if it was any good or not. Um, I've heard mixed things i've heard some people say it's quite fun like it's not perfect in any way means what i've heard i've heard some of you is slam it some people say it's really funny and entertaining a bit like detective detective pikachu was yes i heard that i want old sonic back <laughs> what you want you want monstrosity sonic yes you you want the monstrosity yeah that should be a power move in the new smash bros what, what? <laughs> turn into monstrosity stuff yeah oh blind God. everyone no, I'm more excited about film just because just because Jim uh, Jim Carrey. I suppose. Yeah. I I, I really like Jim Carrey. I was... Yeah, he, he was good in like three films in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, if you if you guys do see it, though, we'll definitely do, do a review of that. Yeah, I'll probably really? see it. 
I'm going to try and go see next week, hopefully. And Alex, if you get time, of course. But I thought like we've said to you lower films. Oh, yeah, go see Parasite, go see this now, if you get time. Yeah, yeah, I'll go and see some films. I'd go see Parasite, that'd be the top one. Yeah, I, would see, I would see Sonic over Parasite. Really? Of course you would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no. Um, oh. Also, okay, yeah, um, also, uh, some TV news. Uh, do you got, have you guys watched the series Killing Eve? No, my parents have, but no. I watched season one. Did you like it? Yeah, it's good. Because I love that series so much, and apparently season three is going to be coming out, coming out, coming out fairly soon. Well, not fairly soon, in the in the near future. <laughs> yeah, my dad was excited by this. Yeah, but um, really sadly, it's not being written by people uh, Wallabudge Wall- Wall- anymore, which makes me really Did sad. Did she do season two? Yes. Did she? I, she definitely did season one. I thought it was a thing that she didn't do season I'm pretty two. Sure, I'm pretty sure she did season two. If not, then the person who did season two still, still did a good job. Uh, I'm fairly certain she didn't. Because I remember it being like Phoebe Waller-Bridge did season one and then someone else took over for season two and there's a lot of talk about like, is it as good? But I, I, I personally thought season two was probably just as good as um as, uh, season one. I, I love that series so much. Well, I just love... Um, um, uh, the, um, the actress that plays uh, Villanelle, I think she's ama- just how she flicks around between accents is the best part about her. She's so mm. good. She's such a talented actress, and I want to see her just in, in everything. She's <laughs> so good. But yeah, I recommend definitely watch season two of Clean Eve. Yeah, yeah. I'd see season one, I really enjoyed it. I just need to get around to watching season two. But also, to be fair, the actress that actually plays Eve as well is also really good in it, as you've probably seen in season one. But in season two, she's got, she just goes even more crazy, yeah. really. Sandra. Sandra's great. Yeah, really good. But um, yeah. Um, watch. Sorry, Alex? I might give it a watch at some point, if I get time. I hope you do. It's really... It's really uh, I, I, I try to tell everyone to watch it. I think it's really good. And um, uh, 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 have you guys spotted uh, any new tra- trailers or anything in the, pa- in the past week or any news you've seen? Um, I don't think so. I feel like I did have something, but I can't remember what it is now. So I have one thing I'm yeah. saying until last, unless Alex has something now. No, I was going to say something, but we mentioned it. Good. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to say, I, I know probably you guys hate these films as well. Um, the new Fast and Furious film, um, I think they've gone absolutely off the world and gone completely mental. Yes. Uh, what do you mean they've gone completely mental? Yeah. Have this you ever seen level. This is a whole new level, though. Like the last one was bonkers. Yeah, but this one was like, what are you doing? Is is it? Remember when they jumped from like one building to the other? Remember I know. Yeah. Remember like? I, remember when they pushed, uh, outraced, and then pushed yeah. a, like torpedo? You remember when the rock pulled a helicopter? That's out what I mean by the, the last sky. one was absolutely bonkers. But this new one, I'm looking at going like, this is just getting a whole new level of like even more. So yeah, confusing. Completely ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's so confusing me when people complain that Fast and Furious. Well, not complain. I'm not saying you are either. Yeah, it's yeah. more just a general thing of when people talk about like, ah, oh, Fast and Furious is getting too ridiculous now. It's like, yeah, it always has been. Like not, since not always. Like, yeah. Five. It's yeah, since five. Yeah. Like well, four as well. Actually, it's five when they drag a like fifty ton safe around with two cars. As much as that was cool to watch, it was Beautiful. bonkers. I, I, you're. We'll both give me shit for this, but I stand by it. I love the Fast and Furious films. I, they are dreadful. I also I love, them. love them, but the, the eight was. I know I, I know George could say that they're all mental, but eight was that was my point of like this is going too far now. And then then the the, the, the nine trailer. Okay, um, uh, why is Han back? And also, um, do you, do you want to know why Han's back? As much as I love John Cena, because, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Han's back is because Paul Walker died, so he can't be in it anymore. And then they brought the Rock and Statham in, and then they all had an argument, so the Rock and Statham went off to do their own thing, and suddenly they've gone, oh, we really don't have any big names in the main franchise now, so we're going to bring back the characters that people used to like that are willing to come back, because we re- desperately need, you know, more cast. He got blown up in the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, he's definitely he? dead. Shut up, George, you don't care. <laughs> yeah, he should definitely be dead, but he's back, and like, I really don't care. Well, my favourite thing is uh, that there then became a thing of like justice for Han, but we've, uh, but he was killed by Deckard, who is now a good guy and he's now kind of working with them. That what are we getting justice for? 
Um, he's not dead. We're forgiving the guy who did it. The guy who did it's now a good guy and is saving people. Uh, justice for Catbus. Why do uh, we? Catbus. Why do we need? Why do we need justice for Hunt? It makes no sense. I don't. These know. movies are super know. enjoyable as dumb blockbusters. Yeah. yeah. One hundred percent. I I agree. Oh, if if it's anyone wants purpose, a great, I just don't really care for. But yeah, if anyone wants a great drinking game, just drink every time a character and you should be dead. Um, or you, you, I'd be quatted. Yeah, I would like take a sip of like a beer because if you shots, you will be dead by the end of the film. I mean, if you um, want to get really blasted, drink every time they vaguely mention family. Family. <laughs> family. We are family. family. If you if to you corona. drink every time they mention family, you will probably die of alcohol poisoning. No, Alex by, also, like, Alex, ten minutes. Alex, right as well. Eight on the day drink corona as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, and apparently, uh, part is it part ten and eleven are going to be uh two a two part epic. Yeah. Oh, who knows. Yeah, like um, Infinity War. Supposedly yeah. they were gonna they were gonna finish at ten, yeah. and then they went, "Oh, but hang on, if we stop," or Vin Diesel went, "Oh, but if we stop, I'll stop making millions." Uh, now we'll carry on. We'll do some more. To be yeah. fair, these films do make a lot of money. I don't blame them for keep going. They're Universal's biggest um, franchise. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah franchise. Also, like I think they do generally enjoy like getting together and hanging out. Like, oh yeah, I bet those films are so great. fun to make. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I, I legitimately get really excited every time the new Fast and Furious comes out. I go with my mate, and we just go and watch them. And like at the end of it, we're like, "Oh, that was great!" It was also completely ridiculous. And then laugh at how like everyone should be dead, relentlessly dead. Yeah. It's, it also, it's just a Shaw family as well. And I was like, well, "Why is Helen Helen, Helen, Helen Mirren? You're better than this. Why are you in this?" <laughs> again, Helen Mirren's not better than this. Helen Mirren will do any old trash. <laughs> but oh, again, she's in it because. They've lost like three of their big names recently. Well, no, I, so they're like, uh, Helen Mirren is vaguely related to this. Let's bring her back. I think Helen Mirren did it because she totally, as an actress, is like, yeah, this seems like fun. Yeah, I'll do it. Like that's what I mean. If she'll, if she enjoys it, she'll just be like, yeah, yeah sure. true. Yeah, she was, she was in uh, Red, wasn't she as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But hey, I think those she's... were great films. Those are great. Yeah. What well, do you remember the second one? No. no. <laughs> 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 that was a great film. It was amazing. The first one. The comic book's really good, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless you guys got anything else to add to that, should we end, end this podcast here today? I would say that, and I would say talking, or we should link in as we were talking about films that are absolute trash but are really enjoyable. Tune in for the, the movie review of Samurai. Yeah. Alright, cool. Okay. Everyone. Bye. Justice for Kepas. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Uh, Justice for him. Thank you for listening. Um, um, well, hopefully, uh, I, I see, uh, see you next week if I'm still alive after we're uh, within our next film. Yep. Justice for Kepas. See you later, guys. Bye.